You are listening to the American Truth Project podcast. Of illicit nuclear procurement using front companies and other methods of skirting sanctions. No reaction yet from the Obama White House on this story. Join me in studio at this time to weigh in is the founder of the Israel group, Barry Nussbaum. Barry, welcome. What do you make? First of all, let's talk about who these companies are. Explain to our viewers what, what it means when we say that they're linked to two black market procurement companies. Right, Rick. There's two companies. The first one is Iran Centrifuge Technology Company. The other one is Cayley Electric Company. Both have been blacklisted internationally for a very long time because they were caught attempting to buy parts and accessories to build advanced nuclear enrichment facilities for the purpose of weaponizing uranium. And the Brits just caught them again. These companies are out trying to buy the parts needed to weaponize uranium. Where are, these, where are both these companies based out of? Iran. They're both based out of Iran. All right. Now, this is the sort of thing, may, may not be the, 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 down to the minute detail, but, but this is the sort of thing which Benjamin Netanyahu has been telling us for years, and certainly most recently. Correct. Correct. And the White House has mocked him over this. What, might, wh how, what is reaction out of Israel at this point? You know, the, the comments I'm hearing are almost, we told you, see, it's still happening. The reality is these two companies, especially uh, Iran Centrifuge, makes the advanced centrifuges that hyperspin at the high speeds to make the most uranium enriched in the shortest period of time. And ironically, the second company was refusing IAEA inspections for years. The Iranian government told the IAEA it's a watch manufacturing company, so oh. you can't come in to see the factory. So that's probably the front company. Of course. And the reality is the United States has held for years. They know exactly what both companies do. They're in the process, or at least attempted process, of creating weaponized uranium for the purpose of making nuclear weapons. All right. Now, you have said that the reaction of Israel is we told you so. Of course, other reactions that we would be interested in would be Saudi Arabia, perhaps Egypt, because they, of course, are on edge over what's happening. What are you hearing? What do you know about about how that's how this news is being taken there? It's panic. Panic. Um, panic because it's um, in the process of two things going on at the same time. Actually, three, and we're going to talk about the other one, which is what's going on in the Gulf with the ships. But... Iran is in the middle of very sensitive negotiations with the United States while proclaiming we have no interest in nuclear weapons. Blacklisted companies that for years have been known to the IAEA, the United States, the UN, and the EU as being front companies for the weaponization of uranium just got busted again. In fact, the charges are so new, the UN hasn't even had time to investigate and respond. However, the news was known, and the news in the Middle East is they're in panic over it because it's obvious that any deal that's going to get struck with Iran is not going to keep them from weaponizing uranium. All right. And a related story, somewhat related, if you will, uh, it's now come out that Iran has sent two warships to the entrance of the strait uh, entering in, into Yemen. This as a as a warning to Saudi Arabia. 
What's the significance, significance of this story? Well, the, the cover story is so outrageous, it's almost comedic. Uh, the rear admiral in charge of those ships said Iran sent the ships to the Straits uh, to prevent piracy. Uh, there are no pirates there, and there aren't any question that there are no pirates there. It's probably a slap back in the face of Saudi Arabia, who is standing up to Iran in Yemen. Uh, over the past couple weeks, as you know, Iran has been trying to smuggle weapons to the Houthi rebels. Saudi Arabia is backing the traditional um, uh, elected government in Yemen, and so there is that confrontation. Having the Iranian Navy there is not only a slap to Saudi Arabia, but to the American Navy as well. All right. Speaking of Navy, speaking of Iran, a shocking development, a classified story has been leaked out of the Pentagon, and the U.S. is now sending... Uh, U.S. Navy ships to the Middle East to escort commercial ships out of uh, for fear of a confrontation with the Iranian Navy. Correct. How do we? How are we negotiating with those people? On one hand, what what it what it suggests, Barry Nussbaum, is that this administration feels it's a done deal. They're going to get nuclear uh, procurement. Uh, they're going to get be able to enrich uranium anyway, have access to nuclear weapons and development anyway. Let's just go ahead and try to cut the best hail mary pass deal that we can. You agree or You know, there's, there's a couple of interesting points that relate to that question. Number one, you're right. They're right in the middle of negotiations. You would think Iran would be a little right. bit solicitous of the people on the other side of the table trying to make nice at least for a while. The opposite is true. They're still doing the death to America chants in Tehran. They're still uh, being belligerent with the American Navy and other navies. Just a couple days ago, they seized a Marshall Islands right. uh, flagship and had it towed into... Iranian so, waters. So, so what, what's is it a hail mary pass? They're trying to throw here at the negotiations to uh, look. It's going to it's going to get done anyhow. Let's just try and. It almost seems like they're they're upping the game to say you better make a deal with us. Look how capable we are. The United States, by the way, Rick, backed down in the Marshall Islands flagship under treaty. We're supposed to defend those flagships. Right. Instead, we are negotiating for the release. All right. Final question, Barry Nussbaum. For the last few years, people have said, "Look, Israel will." take matters in their own hands if that fateful day comes push comes a shove it sure seems as if that push is going to come to shove what might what action might we expect to see from Benjamin Netanyahu if this nuclear deal continues on the path that it's on? It depends on what the final deal is. Right now, please remember, the negotiating stories are so different. Sanctions come off when they're in compliance. Sanctions come off on the first day. There'll be no quid pro quo on the first day. Oh, maybe they'll get $50 right. billion. Dollars. They have to uh, export their uranium that they've already enriched. No, they're keeping all of it. All right, the deal so is so nebulous. Nobody knows what it is. All right. Okay. So uh, something tells me, though, that Benjamin Netanyahu and the, and the Israeli uh, the Israeli agencies have a better idea of what's going on than the American media. I'm sure they have a number of contingencies already under planning. All right. Barry Nussbaum, the Israel Group. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project, a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our social media channels to stay plugged in to the truth. Go to americantruthproject.org and subscribe to our newsletter to stay informed on the latest news.